Hello and welcome along to part two of this week's FounderCast with me, Eamon Carey. This week I'm talking to David Hickson. He's the co-founder of Tribesports.com, also an advisor to the board at CMP Capital, formerly with MyDeco and LastMinute.com. So in part one this week you got to hear uh, about where the idea for Tribe Sports came from and, and some of the details of the private beta and the process of developing that concept. In part two, we talk a little bit more generally about uh, startups, technology and life uh, in general. Uh, of course, this week we are sponsored by the very, very nice people at SoundCloud. Dot com. Uh, if you're not familiar with their work, I recommend you get on board and check them out very, very soon, especially some of the cool stuff that they're doing in their lab section. But without any further ado, here's part two of this week's FounderCast. You mentioned that, that obviously you guys spent a long time in, in, in development before you had something you were 100% happy with. I mean, is it important to strike that balance? I mean, you think sometimes with apps especially, um, and Facebook apps and, and mobile apps, that people will go, I'm just going to put something out because I'm panicked that someone else is going to steal my idea or someone else has the same idea as me. I'm just going to get it out and it's going to look terrible, but it might just work. Versus I'm going to spend an extra two months on this. It's going to look really good and it will, you know, therefore have a greater chance of working. I mean, you know, is there a right and wrong there or are they two sides of the same coin? They're both equally likely to work or fail. I mean, to be clear, we when we went into private beta, we were not 100% happy yeah. with the product. Yeah. I mean, the purpose of the beta, and and. The private beta, which lasted well, a fair few weeks, mm. was actually to get real people using it. So we knew where the interaction. We could double down on the right interactions. Yeah. We could improve on those interactions which work, weren't working the way we would. It's effectively testing. Yeah. So if everyone's, but 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 but, um, I think you're right. There is, of course, there is a balance mm. because if you, particularly when you're taking it out to people who, who are random third parties or yeah, random third parties. Yeah. Um, there, there is no incentive for them to help you. Um, so unless there is something which they find interesting about it, unless they can see it becoming something, or, or right from the very start, it's got some use or value to mm. them, um, then, then don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't just go out there. The, the, the concept of minimum viable product is still the right concept. It's just a question of what is minimum. Yeah. Right. And actually. <clears throat> There probably is no excuse these days for, you know, design that doesn't work or because your competition is creating design that does work. Like, you know, if we, if you were creating a new social network app, it would have to be better than Path. Yeah. Which is like the most incredible design. I mean, they just put so much thought into it. And, but if you were creating a new, um, newsreader, it would have to be better than Pulse. It would have to be better than Flipboard. Um, because because if not, then why do it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so and, and which which leads me neatly on to, to to the whole kind of area of of, of new startups. And, and I mentioned at the the start of uh, of this interview that, that that you're working as an advisor to the board here at at, at CMP Capital. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, a because of your background with with Last Minute and and my deco and Brent and and and, and the success there. You've probably had quite a lot of approaches on LinkedIn and emails and questions about being an advisor and various different things. What kind of business plans are coming across your desk at the moment? I mean, are you, are you seeing an increasing number of people going, I want to start my own company? You know, is the number decreasing or people saying, actually, I want a safe job because I want to ride out the storm here? Or, you know, is it the same as it ever was effectively? Well, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess in my time, um, I've seen a lot of business plans, but I think 
and it wasn't all that long ago, and I, and I, and I know, like, I'm going to sound like an old dinosaur here, but it wasn't all that long ago when, seriously, I, you would see business plans that would say, we need, a, like, a £2 million because we need to, you know, put servers in, in Raxbay, and, we and yeah. you know, we need to do this, that, and the other, and we... And, um, and interestingly enough, and um, we actually for our Series A at Might Echo, we raised five million, and then mm. Series B it was was seven point five million or something. Mm. Um, and because you needed the cash then, you know, you, I mean, this is two thousand and seven. Yeah. I mean, what can I do with twelve and a half million quid right now? You know, it. it you know, yeah. what could you do with that? And of course, it just blows your mind. And it's only two thousand and twelve to yeah. think to, to think like that. So what I, what you are finding, and of course, I guess. You know where the valley goes, we follow. Where New York goes, yeah. we follow. So, with the proliferation of the you know the accelerator type programs, I think you're seeing that over here with the you know the, the oxygen type stuff mm. that's in, based out of the Midlands and what have you. So you're seeing. So I'm seeing that you know the alumni of, of those guys that are coming out of that, and um, because they have gone through a filtering process. What, when they when they come to me with their idea, with their plans, mm. their their plans are so much more sophisticated. In in that, you know, because they they have spoken to this mentor who's put this kernel of idea into their head. Da, 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 da. So these are the, these are the brand new entrepreneurs. These are the entrepreneurs who are like mid twenties, or they're a wee bit older, but they've spent some time doing some other, and then they yeah. and they're coming. But what we're, what we're finding is that is that actually. Um, they're coming to me, and and I'm thinking, hmm, you know, the some of these are. I think they're more investable now than they yeah. used to be. I mean, I'm not. Be, I've not been in this. I mean, I've been on. I guess Mark Sousa would say, hit the the entrepreneur side of the table for a long time. Right. Yeah. So on the investor side of the table, you know, I, I, I guess I've been helping CMP mm. place you know place funding um, for about sort of six or seven months, which means that. And you know, it's not been my job or my business. I've yeah. obviously I've seen lots of business plans and help people, just as an aside. But actually thinking about whether I'd invest in them is relatively new for mm. me. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I think that because of course there probably is no excuse for not really for doing business plan for creating businesses or having business ideas which um, don't fit the. Op- you know, are not investable yeah. because there's so much information out there. You, it doesn't take you much, or shouldn't take you much, to 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 work out what you should or could be saying, or what it should could be doing, how how, how you can be leveraging some of the uh, you know the efficiencies inherent in the internet to you know to make yeah. money and or, or or just to be following your dream and how you can do that in a, in a moderately sophisticated way. Yeah. So looking at the kind of areas that are out there at the moment, and, and you know, we, we mentioned Flipboard a little bit earlier on, and, and, and Path, who are both doing amazing things, and who have who've both raised a, you know, a significant amount of money. You know, with with a, a slightly future gazing hat on, if you will. Um, what are the areas that where you see there still being potential for whether you call it disruption or what are you there where there's potential maybe for iteration on on models that are that are already out there because there just seem to be so many areas that are ripe for for exploitation. Yeah, so I guess I guess the way that I view this stuff, um, I think of think those things that are going to be truly disruptive and sit right at the you know the apex. Well, by definition, we don't really know what they are. Um, I tend to think, in respect of, of of that class, that 
I actually like to take a step back and look at what's happening in the laboratories, for example, and what's happening with things like because because I think I think that takes two to three to feedback out and things like and this is a bit of an interest of mine, um, sort of brain machine interfaces, mm. what's happening with neuroscience, um, and because of the beginning, you know, what that basically means is. You know, people sort of say, oh, you know, Siri and Apple TV is the new Vista and, or, you know, what's going to happen with Connect on, uh, in the Xbox and, and, and how that we just be, won't even be touching the screen. We'll just yeah. be gesturing at the screen. Well, you know what's even more interesting than that is stuff that you can do just with your brain. Yeah. Okay. And they've already proven that they can move hands. Um, you know, monkeys can move hands without even moving themselves, just using their heads to do it. M- even more impressively, um, they're, um, they're, getting f- they're getting feedback. Um, now, when the feedback comes back, which is just a series of, a sequence of mm. signals, um, um, what uh, these guys have been able to do with their interfaces, and this, these signals may be atypical signals like uh, the ultraviolet, not the ultraviolet range or the what have you, what they're able to do is is allow the monkeys to experience that um, because, again, it's just a series of sequences. Mm. They've never been able to experience it before because the, the brain's not set up to experience yeah. it. Um, so in a couple of years, when people are really talking about, oh, it's going to be this, I actually think it's going to, I, within a couple, two to three years, because the science is already there. Yeah. That's going to be the real. That's going to be really interesting. And it progresses so much quicker now, doesn't it? I mean, that's sure. the thing. I mean, you know, where a couple of years ago you would think that will take ten years to get to market, or, you know, fifteen, twenty years to get to market. Now it is actually realistic and, and probable that you can say, yeah, two to three years. Well, we could be sitting here and saying that, but some a listener's going to come back and say, you've got to be joking. We've got, you know, we've got this thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, so but stepping back from that frontier. Um, I also take a sort of a view of, um, bearing in mind I am from, well, joined last minute, but I'm in March 2000. Mm. Um, I, uh, I did go through the web 1.0 era. So I saw a bunch of companies then that, um, you know, price run and stuff like that, that, that actually did, that raised a bunch of cash and didn't make their model work mm. because really the infrastructure wasn't there. So I don't think Groupon's new. Yeah. Right? Um, and I don't think flash sales are new. Um, what it is is they're old models that have been enabled. Yeah. Um, and so that's what that's what I kind of think. I think I think I don't think any of this stuff is necessary. I think people have all. I think people have tried it. They just they were just sort of ahead of its time. Yeah. Now a classic example, of course, is eBay, right? Which is just P two P selling stuff. Yeah. So what we're seeing, of course, is that P two P is is on vogue at the minute. Yeah. So, um, uh, obvious things like TaskRabbit mm. um, uh, um, and anything which you can get some uh, someone else to do in their spare time, or well, not in their spare time, as their, their full-time job. Yeah. Um, and actually, you yourself mentioned, which I'd never heard of. Um, yeah, the guys, even, you, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. guys at, at Housebites are, are doing amazing things where if you want a home-cooked meal delivered to your house, well, you can do it because there are chefs in your area, kind of around North, West, South and, and, and East London. And, yeah, I mean, TaskRabbit is a great example. Zarly over in, in, in the States are, are doing really cool things. And I think people thought originally when they came out, it was going to be a massively niche thing where, you know, someone would want to 
pack of cigarettes because it was raining or they want someone to deliver a loaf of bread for them. But actually, what you're seeing with Sarley with and Task is people are now going out and going, actually, it's okay to ask for people to perform complex tasks for me. It's not a, a mechanical Turk task anymore, yeah. you know, which is which is really exciting. And I think you're right. I think the P2P thing is you know, maturing a little it's, bit. It's, it's pretty zeitgeist. I mean, it's zeitgeist. And of course, they took their lead from Airbnb, which yeah. is kind of, you know, P2P. So... I guess that's a trend to look out for, but there's an obvious one, I suppose, a bit of a gimme. Um, but the other thing, I think, is the economics of subscription businesses. Mm. Um, and again, this is a bit of a gimme, it's a bit of an obvious one, but um, you know, you look at the beach mints of this world, the shoe dazzles or what mm. have you, um, uh, or the trunk club. And so again, these are businesses that, that, have, that have made decent headway, very good headway in the States. Yeah. Whereas in fact, we over here in the in the UK, for example, you know, I, I don't think there are, there are that many business, and there, there are a couple um, that are really, that really have nailed mm. that. But then if you think about subscription businesses, the Vista is huge because yeah. it's not just about bags and shoes. It's not just about, you know, Cosmetics. It's not just about men's socks, mm. you know, uh, or or designer shirts or whatever. I think the trunk club is just a bunch of designer for blokes. Mm. Um, it can go all the way. You know, you can you can go for, go to underpants. You can go to yeah. jewelry. What about if you get a designer pair of earrings per month? Um, you know, or select it for yeah. you. So so again, these it's it. I again, I like to think of it as evolution, not revolution. It's like why don't what. If you were thinking about doing your own startup right now, why mm. wouldn't you see these are the trends? I and mean, we did it with Tribe Sports, right? right? Tribe Sports is nothing new in the sun. It's a social network for sports people. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And people say, why are you doing another social network when you've got Facebook? Because I'm like, because it's a verticalized social network, yeah. which is which has got incredibly passionate people that is massively underserved. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you take that money off the table? Why wouldn't you think about that? So. I mean, you said it yourself with the people that are baking their baking their cakes and then doing the P two P selling. It's like all you've got to do is think laterally. Yeah. You think here's here's some stuff that's working. Flash sales is a good one. Like if you think about flash sales, started off with Vonte Privé, but now mm. Zulily, Fab dot com. Or they they verticalized flash you know yeah. flash sales and they're and they're billion dollar businesses or you know about billion dollar businesses. Again, it's just like think laterally, um, and it, it's out there. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a million, David Hickson, uh, co-founder of TribeSports.com, ex last minute uh, advisor to the board here at, at CMP Capital. Thank you very, very much for for making the time uh, today. Thanks very much to the folks at SoundCloud.com uh, for sponsoring this. You should definitely go along, sign up for an account. Maybe you can start your own podcast. I don't know. I mean, you can talk to your friends if you want. Maybe we'll listen in and offer comments. But do feel free to offer us comments here on the uh, FounderWare.co podcast or FounderCast, if you want to call it that. Uh, I've been Eamon Carey. We'll be back with you again before too long with uh, a little bit more of uh, this type of stuff. So thanks very much for listening. Have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good evening. Um, yeah, good luck. Bye-bye.